Excuse me, could you point me in the direction of Scream City? Never mind, I think I found it. Hey horror freaks, welcome back to Scream City. I'm your host Monica. And I'm Jessica, and welcome to our 25th episode where we will be discussing the black phone. 25 episodes. I know, dude. That's insane. I think we're good to cut it. Yeah. I think we're good. We're good, guys. Yeah. This, that's <laughs> the end good. of the episode. This is the last one. Yeah. Um, but before we jump into the movie, what has been your pick, peak and pit for the past few days, the past week? Um, My peak is that I am going out of town tomorrow to yes. one of my favorite cities mm-hmm. um, where I hope to one day be able to move yeah. to. Uh-huh. Um, my pit is that spring break is over. Spring break is over and you're back to the hustle. I am. Okay. Because I am Good. a, an educated, um, girly, huh? educated girly pop, girly pop, yeah. Latina, first gen. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Adding, adding all the teens. Whatever. Yeah. yeah of course. Um, love but that. yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, what about you? Pit for this week, uh, anxiety. Yeah. The anxiety of just general life uh kicking my butt but um peak would have to be um nothing oh (laughs) oh well i guess one of your peaks is we went to um elm street toys oh you know what yes my peak is that we visited elm street toys and it is amaze beans uh any chance that we get to visit a horror shop yeah it's our favorite favorite time yeah favorite pastime. pastime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course um all right but finally getting into this movie if you haven't had the chance to watch this movie just know that there will be spoilers as always so don't say we didn't warn you this movie is a year old so yeah. you kind of had some chance to go For watch sure. it yeah um but i think it's on streaming services now so yeah. definitely take a watch or um, watch it what <laughs> but just to give a quick uh synopsis uh of this movie this is coming straight from google Google. finney shaw is a shy but clever 13 year old boy who's been held in a soundproof basement by a sadistic masked killer when a disconnected phone on the wall starts to ring he soon discovers that he can hear the voices of the murderer's previous victims and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finny. I love that. How that sweet. last sentence was beautiful. Was. They, were, <laughs> they were like, hey man. You want to cry, bro. Honestly. Yeah. So with that being said, mm-hmm. the synopsis, great one. Thanks, Google. Uh, Jess, what are your three for this movie, your top three? So your favorite scene, kill, and your first impression. So my first impression, um, I watched this movie twice as a screening. Love it. In the big on the big screen basically yeah. uh the first time was with my sister and the second one was with you and my Mo- uh your monica and <laughs> kelly monica and kelly yeah um and so the first time i watched it i i thoroughly enjoyed it mm-hmm. um and it was just so interesting it was just so fun to see both kelly and monica's reactions after <laughs> i had already seen it because i'm yeah. just like Oh, if you thought that was it, if you thought that was bad, just give it a second. Just wait. Just give just it a second. Just wait. But yeah, first impression, I I genuinely liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it had, you know, um, so so y'all know this about me, but I'm not a huge like psychological person. Right. Um, I do think this has definitely oh, this definitely has some psychological uh, for bits sure, to elements it, for sure. to it. Um, but it wasn't 
and it wasn't so crazy that I was like, oh, I can't watch it. You oh, know, right, like right, I, right. I liked this amount of psychological. Oh, good. good, good, good. My favorite scene. I have a lot. <laughs> I so, know. Um, I love, love, love the end where all the the previous kids kind of come come out like as Finn is a uh, killing. Yeah, like defending himself. Yeah, basically. defending himself basically yeah. when they all come out and then um, I think it's Robin. Uh, he's he's like. I didn't get the chance to kill you, but Finny's going to do it for, for yes. me. Puta yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I it remember. literally made me cry. So like, I, I actually teared up during that because it feel was just like... so genuine and it's really rare to see in, in horror movies nowadays, um, that kind of, that, uh, not lack of empathy, but like that, um, that empathy actually. Oh yeah. From like different, maybe... from, from other victims. Yeah. For sure. To our current um, lead protagonist. Yeah. So I think it helps. I thought that was that was really, really cute. And of course... It is pretty cute. One of my favorite other scenes was where um, Gwen is like, Jesus, what the fuck? It was so <laughs> she's, funny. She's like, Jesus, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, because she prayed the night before, yeah. right? Because I... Um, I remember but I, I, it was so funny both times watching it. Um, and the audience reaction was just amazing. I want to be honest. Any scene that Gwen was in was like a top favorite. Yeah. She, I think she's kind of the comedic relief in this movie and it is the cutest and the funniest thing. Yeah. But I love that she was always a protector of any. She always made sure that there was some type of laugh or smile coming from him. And I loved it. I yeah. think did, Even like, though really... she herself was going through, she was going through shit with her shit. ugly ass dad, hundred percent, which I will never forgive. I don't give a shit if he. I was... will never. I will also never forget the after the movie. You were like, you want to know the scariest part about his character, and then mm-hmm. I was like, don't tell me that he's an actual abuser. And you're like, no, that's his real hair. Yeah, <laughs> and that is it's his real hair. Like if yeah. you look up, uh, what is it like? Uh, pictures, it's Jeremy from, Davis. Yes, Davies. pictures. Uh, but of him at like screenings and yeah. um. It worked with his character, but I would have expected. It him. also worked with the time period. Oh, 100%. That we were in. It's like a puffy mullet. Yeah. And it's the funny. It, it was very interesting. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> your favorite kill. Yeah, my favorite kill. So, technically, a lot of kills are insinuated in this in this movie, right, right. but only one is actually really Two. shown. Two? The grabber? You're right. You're right. You're so right. Grabber and the brother. Grabber and Max. Um, I, I have to say, obviously, Max's was like. You know, I was gonna say. Uh, see, in my head, I, I already know. Are you are you choosing the grabbers? Yes. I, I was gonna say in my head. I was like, when I was working on the script, I was like, I feel like Jessica's gonna choose the grabbers because she loves a revenge. Yeah, like, type I do. Of sure kill. do. <laughs> well, here's okay. So here's the thing. Max's was definitely like a shock factor. Right. I I saw it coming from a million miles away, mm-hmm. but it's just the way that it was. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, done. Yeah. It just I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> All um, that happened. Yeah. So Max's was definitely like, what the fuck? But y'all know me. <laughs> I love the grabbers, especially. I was just like, oh, it's just so satisfying. It is. It is. It's... And listen. We love a satisfying kill. We sure do. I love me some Ethan Hawke. Oh, I love Ethan Hawke I too. love Ethan Hawke. I love that man <laughs> so much. I really do. But it was so satisfying seeing his seeing shit get rocked. Oh, 100%. By get the shit a fucking, like, 13, 14-year-old. So He got so what like, he deserved. He sure did. Yeah. Love. Yeah. 
I love that. Anyway, <laughs> what about you, Monica? Um, so my first impression, Jess kind of knows about it just because she was there. Um, so we watched it together along with our friend Kelly. I feel the entire time I was just gasping and I was hitting you and just being like, <laughs> oh were. my fucking gosh. Um, but this movie had me on the edge of my seat and I loved every minute of it. Like, I left the theater wanting to know all about the behind the scenes mm-hmm. about it. I wanted to know about everyone who has a role in this movie. I left shocked but in it and i i don't know i left shocked in a way that i was very like wow i wasn't expecting for that movie to be so good Mm -hmm. as far as favorite scene it it was a difficult one because i too loved a lot of the scenes that were in this um but one that i really love was where finney is talking like i loved any of the scenes where finney was talking to the other victims um because we sort of get that insight of like you know how they died and like what their story what they was. did to fight what you yeah, know what like they did what to worked fight and back. what didn't work yeah. basically it's like a process of elimination yeah. of like hey you can try this but let me tell you i tried it already it didn't work it did not work I yeah got my ass exactly mm-hmm. um but i will say that i the interaction that i love the most was robin's um because one we get to actually see robin as a character at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. so of course when the grabber unfortunately grabbed him you would have thought Robin would have been the one to, like, fight himself through. Here's the thing. What confused me the most is during the scene where the grabber grabs Robin, mm-hmm. we we see Robin walking toward the van and the grabber coming out of the van. Is that correct? I think so, but I it's, like, remember. a really slow motion. And my, I guess, are you getting to, like, where the hell was he? No, he was it, my thing is, like... Why didn't he just run? Like, I would run the fuck away if I saw... I will say, I was also a little confused. Not confused, but I think... I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where, like... I think they wanted to create this character for Finny, specifically. Because, I mean, Finny is shy. He's... I mean, in all other words, like, he's weak. And then they give us, like, these other characters, like Gwen and, like, Robin, who are there to help defend him but also to kind of give him those that strength that he can't really find within himself. And it's really sad that we got to that we didn't get to see Robin get to fight get to fight back. back. But I, I guess that kind of goes not now that I'm kind of answering my own thing, but at the end of the day, at the end of the movie, like the, Robin did what he did to help him find yeah. that courage. But um I was going to say like at the end of the day, Robin's literally just a 13-year-old that's literally what i was getting and he's still a child he's still a child like yes he's a badass and yes he can you know yeah he's definitely gone through shit but like at the end of the day he's still a kid and i'm sure curiosity unfortunately killed yeah so but kind of going into that one of my favorite scenes was where finney is talking with robin and robin encourages encourages him to fight back and that scene itself made my heart cry and Robin 100% deserved better. Mm-hmm. But I remember because you were like, I just need you to remember one thing before we watch this movie. And then I was like, what? And you were doing the little dance that Robin teaches Finney. Oh my God. You were like, that. I need you to remember that. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then um, oh after after we watched it, like in the movie, I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, that is so sad. Dude. <laughs> and that is so fucking sad. Yeah, I, I definitely do think that Robin and Finney's relationship uh, was was the cutest thing ever 100 um and i obviously would have loved to see more mm-hmm. prior to right death, right of course we got like uh, a glimpse yeah um but i will say i 
I appreciated the fact that we had some Latino representation. That's another thing that I, I think, I thought that's what you were going to mention earlier in, whenever yeah. Robin says his line in Spanish. In a horror movie and a movie set in the 70s. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? Really rare. Yeah. Um, so. I loved it yeah. too. And I thought, I think it helps to show like their relationships, mm-hmm. like their relationships like this existed. Because mm-hmm. also Finney does, and Finney and Gwen don't look like they lived in the best area. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm sure they kind of insinuated at that too. I, I don't know. There was just something about like, I think we got a glimpse of their relationship at the beginning and at the end. Mm-hmm. And it genuinely made me tear up and cry when he was encouraging him oh and God. showing, basically showing him and how to fight. The the scene where they're doing it at the same time. Yes. Robin's kind of behind <laughs> him. Because it's like his ghost behind yes. him. And then he's like, it is so the cutest cute. thing. And then when Finney actually executes that same thing when yeah. he's actually killing the grubber, he like knocks him the hell out. Yeah. And I loved it. And that scene alone was like a 10 out of 10 for me. Mm-hmm. I was feeling so many things. I was anticipated because i was like oh my god he's sufficient like he's for real going to kill the grabber and two i was really sad because robin should have been alive to help him teach him in person it was just like a mixture and pot of emotions so that scene by itself was really good now as far as my favorite kill you you are right there's only unfortunately two (laughs) so out of the two um i will say i liked how max died i like the shock Mm -hmm. not the shock factor but like you're expecting him to die Mm -hmm. but it's one of those that like I thought the grabber was eventually going to find... Well, I don't know. I wasn't really expecting... Like, he wasn't really on my mind. Like, his death wasn't something that I was trying to process. I was trying to process to see if Finny would get out or not. Yeah. I loved how he died because it was really sad because he figured out the case. Mm -hmm. And that's all that he wanted to do throughout the whole movie. So he figured it out, and he was so close, and he wanted to comfort Finny. Like, hey, dude, no, it's it's cool. It's cool. Like, I got you. I found you. And then his brother, Bam. his own brother. It really being your own. It really do be your own. It really do be in your own family. Um, and he, he ended up killing him. And it was very unfortunate and very sad. <laughs> so I, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks this, but anytime I see a, an actor that I really like get killed, I'm like, oh. You're like, why? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I know James Ransom is, is kind of problematic, problematic bit, yeah. in his own way, it's- but... I don't know. I just knowing him from it, I'm just like, oh. Oh, he. Well, yeah. I was gonna say yeah. he's been in, in quite a few things that we enjoy a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, horror specifically. Yeah. So we love seeing them. And he's on Sinister. And yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. And that's the thing that we were talking about. How mm-hmm. in both of the movies, he's with Ethan Hawke, and he yes. desperately wants to solve the case yeah. with him. But yeah. Yeah. Um, is there something that you felt like didn't hit well for you in this movie, or that you were like, nah? Um, not really. I I will say. A, f- a few things. Um, first one is, again, I really, en- I did, I did enjoy this movie. I, I think the movie did great without it. It's this is just me being needy. Yeah. But I think I would have liked to see the grabber's history. Um, oh yeah. And maybe how he kind of was raised. Became. Uh, and kind of how became he the became a villain. Yeah. I um, love a villain origin story. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. My second thing is my brother hated this movie. Yeah. <laughs> with, with all his passion, like with all his art. He, right. He really did not like this movie. And I think maybe it's just because it probably, I, I, I don't want to say it hit home because trust me, we, we never went through this or especially he yeah. didn't. But um, I think he's probably just a little bit more sensitive to to this type of Oh, of course. Of I stuff. mean, I will say it's heavily, there's, there's heavily... Um, insinuation of abuse yeah um and at home with the grabber especially i again i think there's something about 
any type of movie, whether mm-hmm. it's horror, drama, like anything like that that involves kids, makes it so much more uncomfortable mm-hmm. to watch because children are supposed to be the things that everyone else is supposed to protect. And and then for that same reason, like there's, I mean, we had the conversation, I think the other day that like some people like the shock factor. So some people, the reason that some people didn't like this movie was because they didn't get to see how the children died right um or how they got kidnapped or what their story was but it's like me as a watcher i'm not a hundred percent sensitive to a lot of things but i think when it comes to these things i a hundred percent understand why it's not necessarily needed for a movie as long as you heavily insinuate that something happened to them i saw the aftermath i uh, aftermath i saw what they looked like afterwards as ghosts and i'm like that's enough for me to yeah. be like okay cool mm-hmm. yeah i could see that got they got fucked up mm-hmm. um and so much as like that shot factor i'm glad that a lot of uh movies and shows are shying away from the shock factor because i it's triggering it's triggering for a lot of people who have actually gone through these things mm-hmm. that don't want to relive it when they're trying to watch something to get away from what they're trying to forget um, another scene that, uh, I, I mean, I can't say it's one of my favorites because it caused so much emotional trauma and 100%. anxiety to me, but it, yeah, but it, um, I don't know. I feel like I was on the edge of my seat. Everyone was, yeah. <laughs> um, everyone was on the edge of their seat, uh, during this, but when Finn, Finny is actually able to escape um, and he's running, he's running and he's running, he's running. He literally, and the, he escaped. He was so close. He escaped. I was, no, in my mind, I was, no, I actually think I said this out loud, like kind of whispered it to myself. Yeah. I was like, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And he <laughs> it is it. so sad. Um, but getting anyway. into the, the cast a little bit, this, this movie did, did have a great cast. I feel like we say this all the time, but, uh. This movie did have a great cast. Yeah. I like this cast a lot. Um, just to, to name a few, which is probably everyone. To name um, the entire casting crew. To name the entire cast and crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Ethan Hawke, Mason Thames, Thames? I think it's Mason Thames. Thames. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miguel Casares Mora, Madeline McGraw, which, may I just mention, she is Violet McGraw's sister, aka Katie from Megan. Katie from Katie, Megan. Like, yeah. she plays... The girl. The girl whose friend is Megan. Whose friend is Megan. Okay, yeah. They do look alike a lot. They do. Um, Brady Hepner, Jeremy Davies, or Davis, uh, Tristan Pravong, James Ransom, (laughs) and of course, like, so many more. So many more. (laughs) Dude, shout out to Madeline McGraw. I Mm -hmm. love her so much. Um, I think she's amazing. I will say, her sister's also really good. Have you watched Megan? I have, yeah. Yeah, Megan, um, she does really good in that, too. Like, mm-hmm. her sister is, like, if they're acting like this while they're young, I can only imagine how well they're going to do as they yeah. grow up a little bit and kind of uh, have more experiences with different roles. So, um, shout out to both of them for mm-hmm. being in two iconic movies. Megan was pretty funny. I watched it not that long ago, um, and it was pretty good. I liked it um, for what I it know, was. I know Mason, Miguel, Brady, and Tristan are, are all really good friends in, in real life. Which, are they? Which made me really That's happy. Sweet. And I I also have very high expectations for them. I loved uh, Mason's acting in Me this too. movie. Mason's uh, acting in this is like, I genuinely believe that like if I didn't, if I, if I met him in mm-hmm. real life, I would have been like, did that actually happen to you? Yeah. Like, did you, did you have to do like, something? Like, are you okay? Like, are you okay? <laughs> do you need to talk about that, it? Dude, that was, that was some deep, yeah. some pretty deep acting there. Let's move a little bit um ahead so we are now going to go on imdb 
um, and find some facts and see how true or untrue we feel they are. I'll start with this one. It says the grabber is a clown in the short story, but Hill himself suggested that in a post it world, they couldn't keep that and should instead switch him to a magician. Early drafts of the script also described the masks as leather ones with a smile or a frown, but Scott Derrickson or Derrickson uh, knew they'd be the centerpiece of the film's marketing. So he spent a lot of time in designing it. And right before we we start discussing that, I totally forgot that I wanted to mention Monica and I went to um, a convention in Houston. Oh, yes. Last summer. And we actually saw a girl dressed up as the grabber. And, and I she looked amazing. She slayed she her, slayed out, her costume. Hella slayed. Um, I think we both took Oh, I took a picture with her. With her. I can yeah. post it on yeah, Instagram. We'll, we'll probably post it. It I don't was know so cute. Not, yeah. Go her. She did great. She I did, think she even really had the good. balloons. Her her makeup. Or I don't know if it was a makeup or a mask. It was a mask. Either way, it was just amazing. And it made me happy because I was like recognition recognition you know, like and the movie was just like well not just came out because i think the movie came out earlier and they went like wanna, in the no, wet summer honestly i want to say it came out like maybe a month or two but prior to us yeah going, she yeah. did but she did really good yeah shout out to her sure did yeah hope you're doing good girly but yeah i i like that idea yeah. i will say i still haven't read the short story even though i said i would um i still haven't read it but i like the idea that they didn't want to overdo the whole clown thing I, I'm glad that we went down the magician route, or they went down the magician yeah, route. Yeah, I was going to say, I like that idea, we have, too. we have so many things with clowns. I was going to say, I, I'm glad that they didn't want to overdo the clown thing, because um, it is, I feel like it's easy to make a clown so scary. Mm-hmm. Um, magicians are pretty creepy. They sure are. Okay? They can make you disappear. They sure can. And this grabber did exactly that. Exactly that. So, that's pretty creepy, if you ask me. The script was written in six weeks. The film was shot in 33 days. 33 days? That's a month. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, to be fair, a lot of the film is filmed in like one location. So Ooh. I guess... The grabber's jewelry, two rings, and a silver bracelet are Ethan Hawke's own jewelry. He was like, these ain't coming off. Uh-uh. <laughs> me? He's like, it's literally me. He's like, I paid way too much money for these. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on the big screen. <laughs> yep. Her. <gasps> Y'all. The line running through the wall on the basement from the phone is a reference to the poster of Sinister. There is a line yeah. running through the basement is, wall. Re- is a Ooh, reference hope- to the poster of Sinister. That is true. I hope that one's true. Because uh, both ethan and james and of course this uh james uh jason blum <laughs> i was like huh? jason blum ethan hawk and james ransom james are ransom are, all part of are all sinister. part of the so sinister so i hope it's true because yeah. that's actually a really cool like little easter egg yeah that's so cute and of course um gwen with her oh, yellow yeah. rain jacket in the rain as a little georgie and she quite even, literally even, the red boots she even has the red boots and the jeans yeah <laughs> Good. Um, I love seeing little references and Easter eggs from different horror movies. Anyway. The, the last three I'll, um, I'll mention. Mm-hmm. It was Ethan Hawke's idea to have the grabber react with panic when Finney removes his mask. Ah, the and he also suggested he slide fully into the hole after he was killed. Uh, oh, well, I like that. Yeah. I hope that's true. That's such a good improv. Yeah, um, I love that. Cause well that's because I was saying I wonder if he thought about that because you don't see his entire face throughout the whole film Mm-mm. until he until and uh, speaking of that I guess I'll add a fourth one the grabber 
has several creepy masks throughout the film, each exposing different portions of his face. They were designed by legendary prosthetic makeup artist, can we guess? <gasps> Stop. Tom Savini. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and yes. Mason said that the first time he saw the mask, coupled with Ethan Hawke's bone-chilling performance, he was terrified. Bitch, I would be too. Me the too. Book. Okay, so we have the movie playing in the background, and right now the scene that's playing is where Finney has the phone in his hand because he is so ready to... And just beat his ass. Oh my god. And the look that Mason specifically acts with, like his facial expression says it all. He went from being angry and ready and just being like, I don't have anything else, to just so soft and relieved. And so, holy fuck, I, like, you're not who I was expecting, Mm -mm. and I'm so glad. He's, like, hopeful. He's so hopeful. Oh, my God. And then he got, like, and he did all of that with saying no words. (laughs) And you can, and it just, it makes you think, like, sweet baby angel. You made me kill my brother. (laughs) You made me kill my brother. Uh, He was an idiot, but he was my my idiot. idiot. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Um, Um, Okay, yeah, I love that. I love that. Last one. Finney's conversations with the missing kids on the phone were shot with mason actually speaking to those other actors on the phone <gasps> oh i love that so it's it, it, it's like very it kind of genuine gives, yeah it gives like a genuine action or reaction to speaking with someone over the phone yeah all right guys so since we're nearing towards the end i think it's time for a little would you rather yeah so this is a very harsh movie to say the least and it was pretty hard to come up with a would you rather. But because there are definitely some sensitive topics suggested in this movie. Um, so the best we could come up with is would you rather have the gift of seeing things in your dreams and coming true. Mm-hmm. Or being able to hear and talk through the disconnected phone while being captive. So would you rather. So in, in both situations, you're being held you're captive. You're being held captive. So you either fall mm-hmm. asleep and you see things in your dreams that you're like... That will <gasps> help you... That would help you. Escape. Or you can talk to previous victims through a disconnected phone and kind of go through like Finney's situation. Which honestly, both are kind of cool. They are both really cool. To have. I will say both of them helped each person in their own way. The dreams helped Gwen in her own way and the talking to the dead kids... Um, helped Finney in his own way you know yeah, what I mean 100%. um how did he go back to school after that I don't know oh I wouldn't I would have gone homeschooled <laughs> I would have gone homeschooled yeah. away from all the people I would have moved um, to a different state a hundred percent that boy now like you said mm-hmm. he's on medication 100 percent mm-hmm. he's on some strong he got anxiety he got depressed he got paranoia he got all the things mm-hmm. all the things so I think I'm gonna go with um I would rather rather I would rather have the ability to talk through a disconnected phone. I think I would too. I think I would like to have a little bit of insight from the previous victims, as sad as it would be, um, and as kind of morbid as it would sound. um, I think I would like to go, if I had to be in a situation that Vinny was in, Finny, sorry, that Finny was in, I think I would prefer to have communication with the deceased versus of having um, dreams like Gwen's. You you the same? Yeah, phone. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Um, okay, so now that we're pretty much at the end of the episode, let's go ahead and rate this movie before we finish. So, 
Now, this is a horror movie, so we will have both of our scales, a scary scale and a satisfactory scale. Just because a horror movie is good doesn't always mean it's scary, So, and vice versa. So, Jessica, what would you rate this movie on both your scales? Both of my scales, um, scary, <laughs> scary, I would, scale. I, I honestly, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It was pretty scary. Uh, there were definitely some jump scares that did get to me. 100%. Not only that... But again, the psychological part of it, um, no, of no one believing you, of being gaslit, of, of all of that. And Some the trigger warnings and this. Mm-hmm, were definitely very, very terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it a high score for, for scary scale. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we, yeah. Um, and then satisfactory again, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Yeah. Eight. Eight out of ten, eight and a half out of ten. Um, no huge complaints. Uh, this is just me being annoying and needy, but of I, course. I, every day, hers. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I personally um, would have liked to see more of the grabber. More of the grabber. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. Being okay. Me. But okay. yeah, overall, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. What about okay. you? I like, I like. Um, yeah, I uh, I think the same. My scary scale is also the same. Mine's an 8 out of 10. Um, I was on my seat. I was anticipated. I felt a lot of emotions. And horror, like, well, scared was definitely one of them. Psychological did its job with me. Um, and, yeah, feeling uncomfortable and eerie. They did the job for me. Loved it a lot. Not a ton of gore. So that knocks off two points. <laughs> Um, now as far as, as far as satisfactory, I give it a 10 out of 10. Um, I liked everything about this movie. I liked it from beginning to end. I don't know, like an overall satisfactory, I left the movie theater feeling very satisfied when I first watched it. So I loved it a lot and it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Slay. Slay. But all right. I think that concludes our episode of The Black Phone. So it looks like we are nearing the end. But as always, this is this was a blast to record. And thank you again, of course, to everyone tuning in and listening. We truly appreciate you all. And if you want to keep up with us, we will have our social media linked in the summary description. Yes. And I know we always say this, but we sincerely do appreciate all of y'all for, for listening and supporting us as well. And just a little, you know, a little woohoo, a little, little woohoo. Uh, we are so close to six k followers on TikTok. So let's go ahead and make it happen. Let's go ahead and make it happen. I think we're literally like maybe fifty away. Yeah. So tell your horror freaks all about our TikTok and our Instagram. Feel mm-hmm. free social platforms. And we're trying to get to ten k by this year, and I I know that we will. I think it's um, definitely and possible. Hey, what are the odds that maybe for some crazy coincidence? coincidence chance that um if we do make it to 10k um on tiktok yeah we could do a little giveaway (gasps) i love the word giveaway partner with someone i hear free um (laughs) and hey we are five away on instagram for yes to to 100 to 100 followers if we get to 100 what are the odds what are the odds that we can do a giveaway giveaway as well (laughs) which i think could happen i think could happen and will happen will happen will happen 100 percent. so yeah and with that being said um if you enjoyed this episode please tune into next week's episode where we finally talk about (laughs) barbarian Barbarian. so we had said that we were going to cover it 
A million years a ago. A million years ago. And we never did. Um, but that is not the case this time. We are going to be covering Barbarian next week. And we are really excited. That was another... That was a movie. Barbarian was <laughs> a movie... Within a movie. Was a movie. Oh my god. No. I could literally... <laughs> I could literally talk ages about barbarian but Same. we will save that we are going to save it and all the things the for that next episode so if you want to hear all my thoughts on barbarian um please tune in join please us. join and tune in we will definitely want to know your guys's thoughts on barbarian if you've watched it because goddamn, that was a movie because that was a movie yes, yeah ma'am. yeah for sure <laughs> um but yeah we're excited thank you guys again and we'll talk to you guys next week as always we've been your host monica and jessica Stay safe and and stay stay spooky. Huh? Don't hang up. Oof. That was scary. I can't wait to come back next week.